a little late i know this is random but i thought i wanted to talk about a little bit of stuff you know um appreciate y'all coming out kicking it with your boy in my sizzle uh look forward to having this interesting conversation uh with whoever's listening out there just thought i'd ask some questions and get a concept out there uh so it's been a while but welcome to mike on the mic for the record okay How y'all doing out there? Hope everything's been going well with you. What I wanted to talk to you all about today, um, I want to talk to you about, well, first let me check this audio out, you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure y'all ain't here. Double feedback. Y'all let me know if y'all, uh, y'all let me know if stuff's going on. So, the subject today is, uh, so you gotta be right, you know? Um, what really sparked this was, uh, I was watching some videos earlier today, as I normally do while I'm at work, and, um, I came across, um, somebody talking about something, and I thought it was very interesting. Um, something I always notice when I talk to people or I see debates I've often wondered you know what makes people think that the way they look at it is the correct way right and I mean this is from everything to political to religious beliefs um, sometimes it could be as simple as something like you know, um, taste, favorite food, movie. And so this got me to thinking, 
Like, what really creates these situations in our heads? What really makes you feel like you're so right and they're so wrong? Well, that's the premise of what we're going to talk about tonight. Like I said, I don't want to hold you long. I got to go to work in the morning. Um, but the main question is, how did you come to believe what you believe? And why is your truth better than the next man's? To flesh this concept out, let's first take a look at what a truth is, right? Like, what exactly is truth? And no, we ain't talking about 404, all right? Uh, that's a balding nigga, all right? We ain't talking about him, though. Uh, what exactly is truth? Well, if we look up truth in the dictionary, let's, let's pull it up over here on the old Google sphere, right? If we pull up truth, somehow, what, what the hell is going on here? Junk didn't even bring up the window. It's always some bullshit going on, I tell you. Oh, I know how I can get this to work. Let me just put it in studio mode. There we go. There we go. If we look up the word truth, right? T-R-O-O-T-H, if y'all want to know how to pronounce that. That's truth, okay? Truth as a noun, the quality or state of being true, right? That which is true in accordance with fact or reality. A fact or belief that is accepted as true. Now, when we look at that, right, you know, that makes it kind of difficult. I mean, how can you define the word with the word, right? That doesn't make a lot of sense. We're looking for truth, a fact or belief that is accepted as true. So then let's look at truth versus fact, right? Because if we look at what a fact is, a fact is a statement that can be proven true or false, right? But a fact is also something that is indisputable based upon empirical research and quantifiable measures, right? So that kind of seems like that doesn't coagulate, right? What's going on with you out there, my G? Another thing about facts is they go beyond theories. They're proven through calculation, experience. There's something that has definitively occurred in the past, right? However, truth is something entirely different. A truth can include a fact, but it might also include a belief. So then that really boggles the mind, right? So you mean to tell me a truth is not necessarily a fact? But can a fact, a fact can be proven true or false. See, now we're going down this rabbit hole, right? Now we're really thinking about it. Like, when somebody says, these are the facts, to help wrap your mind around it, a fact could be false. Now, how is that possible? Right? Always believe in the facts, correct? But see, the way we use the word facts 
we use it in a term of objective and subjective. So something being a fact might be false if you're using a subjective fact. So how do we understand the difference between an objective truth and a subjective truth? Well, an objective truth is a claim or a statement about a factual matter that can be proven true, but could also be true, proven false. A subjective claim or subjective truth, on the other hand, is not factual in matter. It's not a factual matter. It's an expression of a belief, an opinion, or a personal preference. So there's a little confusion in that. Because if we go back to what we saw earlier, what we read earlier, and I'll bring this up so you can see it. Um, if we look at a fact, right, it says it can be proven true or false. Opinions can be based on facts or emotions. Sometimes they're meant to be deliberately misleading, right? So you need to be uh, aware of the purpose when they use their choice of language. Once again, that is a difference between a fact and an opinion. But if we look back at fact and truth, a fact down here, a fact is a statement that can be proven true or false. That keeps coming back up and down, right? It keeps coming back to us. Here, it says that a fact is something that is indisputable. So how can these two things be true at the same time? How can something both be possibly false or true, but undisputable, indisputable? Well, here's the thing. Let me give you a great example, right? If I go and I take a collection of 100 people, all right? And I say of 100 people, 50 of the people are uh, men. It's a group of all men. Out of 50 of them, 55 of them, I'm sorry, out of 100 of them, 55 of them pee to bed, right? 45 of them do not pee to bed, never have peed to bed. It is now a fact that I could state that based on my sample size that 55% of men pee the bed while 45% of men do not pee the bed. Does that make it true? Well, it's true for that sample size. If I'm taking that sample size and I'm applying it across the spectrum, well then, yes, it is a true fact. But if I expand my sample size, it may turn out that those 55 people were the only 55 men that peed the bed. And that if I expand it out to 1,000, that it might be 55 men that peed the bed and 945 people that don't pee the bed. Now those facts have been proven false based upon the, what the theory and what the workaround was, you know, what the research was, what was quantifiable at the moment. Something that I've always felt personally when I talk to people, I say facts to me 
they're very relative, right? They exist, but they are very relative. And what I mean by that is, it was a fact at some point in time that the earth was flat. Until man got the ability, the technology, the know-how to realize that the earth was round, right? Now we got people who still don't believe the earth is round. I can't help them, all right? They, they going by their own facts, all right? Those are subjective tracks. Uh, those are subjective truths that they are going on, right? Once again, a subjective truth. It is a claim that is not a factual matter. It is an expression of a belief, opinion, or personal pr preference. So it is their opinion that because of some stuff that they saw that, hey, maybe we being here on this earth and I know I can walk from one side to the other side. If I take a boat, I can go from one side of the earth to the other side of the earth. But I don't really know that to be true. Maybe I can walk to the edge of earth. And we just don't know that because we ain't never walked to the edge of earth. Or maybe when you walk to the edge of earth, the earth starts spinning around you and it makes it seem like you're still going straight. But in actuality, you didn't turn back around. I don't know what they got out here, got people believing, right? But that's because they are believing in a subjective truth. These things are all very important because you'll hear a lot of people say, my truth, right? Based upon their experience. But is that something you can really rely on? Can you rely solely on your experience? Sometimes you can. Right. To give you a great example, if it is my experience that when uh, engaging in intercourse, hitting it from the back, make that thing get wet. Well, subjectively, my truth is hitting it from the back is the ultimate way to get it wet. But that could only be from my position. Right. Somebody else might hit it from the back and say, man, when I hit it from the back, it's, it's dry like sawdust back there, bro. It's only once you get on top. Are we both false? Are we both true? Well, subjectively, we're both correct. However, that's when you have to take into consideration objective truths, right? Let's look down here at objective truths, and we can take a look at that right quick. An objective truth, these are things used mostly in philosophy. And it's objective truth or falsity of things that human beings happen to believe or disbelieve is thus is thus in one very obvious sense independent of whether those things are believed or whether disbelieved, right? It is in fact independent of the existence of human beings in their mental states, even if there had never been any humans. That's a little deep, all right? That's a little deep. So what does that mean? When we look at that, what does that mean? I, I'm going to ask you out in the chat. When you hear an objective truth, and it says it's a fact regardless of how you feel about it, okay? Whether you believe it, whether you disbelieve it. In fact, it doesn't even matter if you existed. Hell, if I existed. This would still be a fact. 
How many of you agree with that? If you agree with that, put a one in the chat. Don't be shy. It don't take long to type one. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got it on slow mode, I don't think. I know you out there watching. But listen, do you believe that there are things that are just objectively true no matter about how you feel about them? I personally believe that. I personally believe that your feelings don't necessarily dictate what truth is. But that does not mean that your feelings are useless, right? That they have no value. One of the greatest talking points of, you know, our modern era is that of the beliefs that there's two genders or two sexes or, you know, a million sexes, a million genders. That's something that is really one of the one of the biggest displays of this conversation that we're having here today one of those things you could argue is subjectively true and the other one objectively true but what about when they cross paths what happens when the subjective starts to form into the objective is that even possible these are just concepts that I'm giving out here just to give you something to think about, right? To bring it to the guys who are normally here, if you're a game player, you probably have played Tekken. You probably know about Tekken because that's kind of prim primarily what we do around here. Some people would say it's objectively, objectively true that Devil Gen is a top-tier player. I mean, top-tier character. It is objectively true that Leroy is a top-tier character. But other people might say, I don't think he's that good. Because I can beat him. Is it possible for those two things to be true at the same time? Sure, you've heard me say more than one thing can be true at the same time, right? But what about when they are things that directly uh, go against each other, right? How could that possibly be? Well, once again, that goes into perspective. And when we're talking about objective truths, those things, they are very much determined based upon what is known at the time. This is how something very subjective could become objective, right? When things are quantifiable, which are facts, usually objective truths are built upon facts. But as we learned earlier, facts are faulty in themselves. It's big brain shit, a little bit. A little bit big brain shit, okay? Now we got A1 Digital out here. He said, man, look, I don't know how. You know, Mike, what is you on? What is you on, Mike? What is, is you smoking something tonight, bro? I ain't smoking tonight, Doug. You know what I mean? I, I know you might feel like it, bro. Um, but I promise you, I, I ain't smoking nothing tonight. I'm just, this is how my brain works. When I'm out here, y'all wonder why we whooping y'all ass and taking, listen, it's because my brain works a, a slightly different, right? Um, 
All right, so we got A1 Digital. He asked a question. What exactly encompasses them being top tier, though? It seems like anybody could wild out with anybody they practice with. That's true. Uh, so, let's look at that. When it comes to top tier, I, there is an objective way to quantify top tier. We're talking about the game, any any game, any top tier player of any game, any sport. Because there are things that are objective qualifiers. One of the things that makes an objective uh, top tier character in a game like Tekken, right, uh, would be accessibility to mix-ups, strength of their mix-up, right? Because if your character has a great accessibility to their mix-up, uh, but their mix-up is not that good, like it's not that damaging, it's not that threatening, really doesn't matter if you have accessibility to your mix-up. Uh, also, being able to... Uh, create the situations you want to create which goes back to accessibility often ease of use is something that is factored into but not always a determining factor of being able to be top tier so let's take it away from something like Tekken let's take it to basketball the reason you have stats the reason you have various parameters by which you gauge a player is because you need to quantify things. You must make things uh, factual so then you can start building objective truths upon those factoids, right? Because without the facts, imagine trying to build something that is objectively true without any premise and backing It'd be very difficult right to our earlier example it's very difficult to argue to somebody if you don't have the facts that there are only two sexes or that there are mo multiple sexes right if i don't have the facts i am then just making an opinionated argument versus a person who comes on one side of the aisle with facts but what happens when one person comes with facts and somebody else comes with facts does that automatically make both of them objective not necessarily that's when you have to do the fine tooth comb and you have to check sources this is why when you do things like the scientific uh, method it tells you to only have one variable right? And then from that variable, you make all other experiments. You take all other experiments only having that one variable. Because if you don't have something that is controlled by which you start to base your facts upon, you know, whether that be data collection, whether that be, you know, experimentation with physics, um, chemistry, what, whatever it is, you cannot have too many variables because then what's going to happen is you're going to end up with situations where one group does something and they have their group of facts and their beliefs are going to be built upon those facts 
then you're going to come with another group that has their beliefs built upon their facts, but their variables are different. So when they come to, to the head and they have this argument, you're not going to get anywhere because what you're using on one side versus what they're using on the other side, they're not using the same variables. So if I just say, you know, you know, the color, um, the color gray is a very bright color. But in my experiment, the only thing I put it against was colors that were far darker than gray, then yes, gray will be a very bright color. If I put it on spectrums of black and darker colors, you know, dark gray and all the way to black. And the only thing I'm changing is, you know, who knows what my variable may be. If I have X variable being the colors that change, but the X variable is only colors that change from a range of dark gray to black. And then I take it on a in a whole nother group and their variable is, they only got one variable, but the color range that they're paladin it against is, you know, white to bright yellow. Well, gray is definitely not gonna be a bright color on one side and on the other side they're going to say yeah comparatively to our when we did our test it came up being brighter than dark gray it came up being and it's like okay well then you have to form some middle ground when basing these arguments and that is definitely something that we have to take notes on right we got to take notes on that when it comes down to it how do you know that your truth is better than my truth? We already learned. You can't just say the facts, right? Because facts are determined by variables that may or may not be controlled, right? Facts are not even necessarily as solid as we like to think. As I gave you the a suggestion I mean the example earlier it was once a fact that the earth was flat until it wasn't an example of the until the earth was no longer deemed flat as far as we know currently it is a fact that we are the only you know uh, multi-cell organisms or the only planet with multi-cell organisms with intelligence high levels of intelligence we may believe that there are animals somewhere else we may believe that there's a planet out there with higher beings than us or we may believe that there's some other intelligent group of uh aliens you know alien to us but we don't have any empirical evidence of that that doesn't mean it's not true this is why this stuff becomes so, uh, so hard to understand, hard to comprehend by a lot of people, especially when you get outside of the realm of philosophy. In the realm of philosophy, this stuff is child's play, right? It's, it's common talk. You know, this is stuff that you learn in the first day of philosophy, like these concepts of fact, objective truth, subjective truths. But what do they mean to the common man? 
And how can we apply what we're learning here today, what we're talking about here today, to our lives? Well, I wanted to have this talk because far too often we tend to get hung up on what we believe being true as the truth, right? Now, I'm going to state that again. What we believe to be true as being true. Shout out to my boy Marty. I asked him one time uh, about a political conversation. Um, and I think we're talking about maybe like Bernie Sanders versus uh, Hillary Clinton. It was a while back. You know, it's damn, it was a long ass time ago. Um, and I was asking him about something and. I don't really remember what we were talking about. But he told me, you know, well, hey, I feel this way because the news source pretty much told us, like, told me, like, this is what's going on. This is verified by a group of news people, right? I said, okay, that's cool. But. I got my information from another group, another news group. And they their news is not um, coinciding with what you're telling me. So how do we determine which one is correct? Now, you might argue, well, Mike, I mean, you just follow the paper trail, right? That's true up until a point. Right. How do I know? That as an onlooker of such and such media, that what one group is telling me and another group is telling me, that they're not both lying or that they're not both giving me the truth from different angles. See, a lot of times people get caught up in the idea of what they believe is right, when in fact... The only reason you believe what you believe is because somebody told you to believe it. Most things that we are very gung-ho about, most things that we hold very fast to, are things that were taught to us or that somebody told us to believe. And enough people told us to believe it. Enough people around us convinced us that we should believe it. And therefore, we believe it. Is it necessarily true? Doesn't have to be. Could it be? Yes. But it very well could not be true. Think about the game telephone. You all probably have played it before in your life. It's when you get in a circle, you know, your kids, you get in a circle and one person says something into the ear and it passes along to the next person to the next person, to the next person. And it's supposed to get all the way to the last person. And the last person is supposed to repeat it. But very often, very often that is not what happens. They end up, by the time it gets to them, a whole other phrase is coming out their mouth, right? Now, if that person was never around the very first person all right 
if they were never around the first person and somebody asked you, yo, what did that first person say? Well, the first person said, I love Snickers. By the time it got all the way around to the other person, the last person said, oh, they said, I hate, and you know what letters, what words could be uh, assumed there, right? Now imagine, by the time it got to him and he said that, he said, oh, he said, he hates hard R's. Now, when he said that, let's say that somebody took offense to him saying that. So he said, what? I don't care if you playing no game, but he ain't playing no game. He said, what? So then that person goes and confronts the first person. And the first person's like, yo, man, what's going on? So said, no, don't yo man me, bro. I heard what you said. And he's like, no, what you mean? You heard what I said? Yeah, I heard what you said in the telephone. You think that junk is, you think that junk is cute, my nick? You think that junk is cute? He's like, no, what are you talking about? I said, I love Snickers. He's like, no, don't try to play with me now. He pulls the gun out blows his brains out as far as he knows he had the right to be offended not the right to take his life but you know people are crazy people do what they do but as far as he knows he has the right to be offended but let me ask you in the chat was he right that was his truth. It's the only information he had. Was he correct, though? I'll give you some time. Sip on me some of this. Let's crown right quick. Take a sip. I ain't know I ain't gonna wake up on time in the morning. Look, don't be shy. You can participate. Well, listen, I'll give you the answer, all right? I'll give you the answer. Some of y'all, it's late. Some of y'all might be asleep. He wasn't right. That's right. That's right. This is where, this is where we all should be but so many people fail to do the investigative work so many people fail to do the investigative work that is needed to make things happen right to really find out what's what's really going on okay what's really going on but see that that's an integral part of our society and it's an integral part of what goes what why we're having this discussion how much stuff i want you to think about this how much stuff do you personally believe that you've actually verified how many beliefs do you have that you hold dear and you argue people down about it i mean argue them down that you've actually even done 
a modicum of research on. Have you ever fact-checked the facts? Do you even care to fact-check the facts? Or do you like running around being loud and wrong? Or loud and right. You could be correct. Now, I'm not here to just browbeat folks to death, you know. But this is just something I wanted to talk about right quick. Um, I really wanted to get people to really think about things, right? Really get your brain um, flowing. I really want to see, I want you to understand that there's always another side to the coin. I, this is going to help you with perspective. It has helped me plenty in my life being able to zoom out and understand that, okay, I believe something. It seems very credible to me. But what if it's wrong? What if I am incorrect? Allowing yourself to be incorrect will help you a lot in life. The problem is a lot of people are afraid to be incorrect. A lot of people are afraid to have really put their nuts on the, on the line, right? Really put their neck out there. Only to find out that that shit is a hundred percent wrong just a hundred percent wrong it's a hard pill to swallow and most people don't really want to swallow it but I mean you're probably more wrong than you're right in your life that's just some food for thought I wanted to give y'all man Thank you. 
so she coming back. Got to stop right on the spot. Make it hot, make it drop. Make that thing ride around. Ain't playing with that baby girl. Gonna throw it down. I'm in the street. I'm in the street. I'm in the street. I'm in the street. Girl, I got that thing that you want. What you Everybody gon' see what the truth gon' be. And that's the deal. Catch the curve when she be on the curve. Pull up, then I swerve. She like, hey, he got some nerve. I'm a real nigga. I'm a real nigga. I'm a real nigga. Watch her flag me down like he'll fix Ain't that something? Y'all missed it.